Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen to this podcast. Number one, thank you for joining us and taking the few extra clicks to make it in this direction. And number two, welcome. So happy to have you. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. And man, oh man, should we get started on today or what? But before we do, it is time for the culture trivia. So in lieu of summer travel, let's get started. Which large animal can swim but not jump? Is it A, hippo, B, elephant, or C, bear? On what island is Pearl Harbor located? Miami is the capital of which U.S. state? What is the world's most common second language? Is it A, English, B, Spanish, or C, French? Lake Tahoe straddles the border of which two United States states? Is it A, Nevada and Utah, B, Utah and California, or C, Nevada and California? Get your answers locked in. Your time is running down. Last week, I don't even think we made it to the end of that music because we got through them so fast, or did we? All right, well, let's see how we did. Did you get all four? Did you get all? There were a couple of trick questions in here. So I wonder if you, (laughs) trick question. I wonder if you were able to get those in. So check this out. Uh, number one, which large animal can swim but not jump? If you answered B, elephant, you would be correct. Yes. The other two have, it can, well, a hippo can swim. Uh, I don't know that it can jump, but I don't know that the hippo is larger than the elephant. I don't know. That wasn't even an option. It was just elephant. Okay. Bear can clearly do both. Um, on what island is Pearl Harbor located on? If you answered Oahu, which is an island, uh, in the Hawaiian territories, you would be correct. Miami is the capital of which U.S. state? If you answered none, you would be correct. This was one of the trick questions. If you thought it was Florida, my friends, we may need to go and take a trip back to elementary school because the capital of Florida is, in fact, Tallahassee. Number Or what is the world's most common second language? Is it A, English, B, Spanish, or C, French? If you answered A, English, you'd be correct. How dare they? What? English is the second? Yes, don't be so full of yourselves that English is the first. I'm just kidding. Um, But yeah, if you might be interested to know that English is the second most common language. So then you may be asking, what is the first? And honestly, there's a there's a toss-up between Mandarin and English. So not quite sure. 
um, as English is squeaking out Mandarin by just a few, and uh, in some polls, Mandarin is just eking out English. Hmm. That may be one I may have to do some additional research. So depending on how you answered, you may have gotten this one right. Um, okay, and it wasn't any of the options that were available to you. So that was also could be considered a trick question. And then last, like Tahoe straddles the border of which two states? A, Nevada and Utah. B, Utah and California. Or C, Nevada and California. If you answered C, Nevada and California, you'd be correct. Wow, was not expecting trivia to take this much time. So let's get right on in to our uh, our topic for today. And it really is on character, right? So last week, I talked to you about a character strength assessment. And I bet you wanted to know my top five. Okay, without further ado, I'll tell you already. Um, my top five were honesty, hope, humility, self-regulation, and kindness. And then, my friends, you probably want to know my bottom five or the lowest ranking strengths and my and of how I scored in my assessment and listen, don't gasp, okay, are you ready? Curiosity, forgiveness, creativity, zest, and bravery. I know right now. Don't sit up there and go, I can see how that happened. Mm-hmm, I can see that. No, no, you, no, no, I'm challenging re- you right now. No, because you couldn't see it. No, you couldn't. I had to tell you first. You couldn't see it. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe, maybe you could identify those things. Like, I can see that. Uh, because if you've been rocking with me for the last six years, you probably have noticed some of those things, right? Um But these are traits you can't really see too well. So you will really have to be observant or paying attention to the way and like if we're using me specifically, you would really have to be paying attention into the way that I deliver. Um, And and that's through nonverbal cues and even some of the verbal cues like tone, right? As opposed to, um, you know, maybe somebody who you can't see every day or what have you. Now, First thing, please understand this when we talk about the traits this week. Understand we have all of them. And the second thing is to not shut down upon hearing your lowest group, but rather open up in ways to understand how or why your bottom five can tuck away or, you know, resonate or speak loudly to you under times of stress, extreme stress, sadness, grief, or, you know, a a very difficult time. Now, don't worry. I'm not asking you to put yourself on blast. I can do that for you this week. But at some point, you may have to, you know, consider yourself too. Now, if you want to know what I'm talking about, because you just joined me new for this week, thank you, welcome, and we're happy to have you. Number one, this podcast was created to give a little peaceful and positive perspective to help you get over the things that can have a tendency to hold you back and hold you up. And sometimes that's the head and the heart. Um, now, if you've been rocking with us last week, you would have known that we were talking about the FIA character strengths. Uh, these character strengths is an assessment that is conducted by the FIA Institute on Character. Uh, we spoke of this last week, and if you want to take the test, you can do so by visiting www. 
dot b i a character dot org. That is b i a c h a r a c t e r dot org. Disclaimer. I am not receiving any financial or promotional benefit from the recommendation or use of this assessment or tool, nor are the claims used in the show represented throughout the Baia Institute on Character, just so you're aware. Now, we spoke of this last week, and I thought it'd be a good idea to revisit character this week. And why? Because, good people, character work is some of the most important work that you can do in relationships with others, and with yourself. And these, like your character, um, and identifying what's in your character, are the building blocks that can affirm and reaffirm special combinations of strengths that, quite frankly, you possess, that only you possess. Almost like that um, special cheat code in a game or that life hack for a DIYer. Um, you have a special character code that belongs to you. And yes, we live in a big, big world. So there is at least someone that has a character code just like you, but it is truly unique to you because they're not just like you, right? And so you want to know how unique this is? Okay, so there's 24 character strengths. So that means there can be upwards of 16,777,215 combinations of character. Wow, that's a lot. Now, that is all things considered like your top one, your top two, your top three, your top four, your top five, right? Those are the types of combinations. That's how many exist. However, if we're thinking solely of your top five with someone who represents your same top five, that's at least one of 42,504 people. Now we're not even talking about that same person that represents your exact bottom five. So you're probably, oh, wow, Jay-Z, how'd you figure that out? Well, well, it's not easy math and it's not simple, but you know, it's just some simple algebra, you know, like uh, with the equation being NCR or N factorial over the number minus the repetitions factorial times repetitions factorial. Girl, what? What'd you just, what was that? <laughs> do you, do you have numbers spinning around in your face? Just ask Google. It's fine. Just, just ask Google and we're going to be all right. Like it's okay. It's okay. I promise. Um, so let's hop, uh, highlight my top five, right? Really quick. My top five were honesty as in speaking the truth, but more broadly, uh, presenting oneself in a genuine way. Number two is hope, expecting the best in the future and working to achieve it. No brainer, right? That seems like a no brainer, right? Number three is humility, not regarding oneself as more special than one is. Four, self-regulation, being disciplined, controlling one's appetites and emotions. And then five, kindness, doing favors and good deeds for others, helping them, taking care of them. Again, many of these, as you've come to know me over this time we've been together, these seem to be on brand and I can agree with these too. Um, so then let's take a look at, uh, at my bottom five, right? Curiosity, taking an interest in ongoing experience for its own sake. 
Number two, forgiveness, accepting other shortcomings, giving people a second chance, not being vengeful. Number three, creativity, thinking of novel and productive ways to conceptualize and do things. Number four, zest, living life as an adventure, feeling alive and activated. Number five, bravery, speaking up for what's right, even if there's opposition, acting on convictions, even if unpopular. Okay. So you're probably thinking like bottom five, I don't know about you, but I I was a little shocked at my bottom five. And I think I was shocked because I think in some facets, oh, wait, I do these, you know, in some ways I was trying to identify the one time (laughs) or, or the two times where I did do that thing very fluidly. But what this is just identifying is what shows up more naturally, regardless of the situation. And so I am naturally, I'm a get her done type of person. And if I'm looking at this honestly, which is one of my top, my strengths, I don't always get curious about the details of things. I don't care how you do it. I just care that you do it. Right. And I know that's true of me. Um, I do have this idea or this mentality to like, remember when people do certain things paying attention to them, even if forgiveness is just for me and is for no one else, I do hold on to things a little bit longer than I probably should or the next person. I think I remember, I recall when I was in my early twenties, I met someone who like we had a disagreement and it's not like it was unforgivable, but it was like a pretty bad offense. And the person was like, we talked about it. We're cool. I'm good. And I was just like, how? Right? Because I hang on to stuff. Um, creativity, again, I'm a get her done type of person. So creativity kind of goes out the door when I'm feeling overwhelmed, feeling pretty stressed or just like, ugh, I just need to get through this rut, you know? Uh, zest is always something that I struggled with. I always feel like a little bit lethargic at times. I'm not always like just jumping and ready to take on the day but I I activate in ways that help me to do that. One of those ways is working out, go workout team. And then bravery. You know, this is one that has challenged me over the years, especially as being a parent. Now, I can think of the many ways in which I've had to step into being brave, but it's not because it didn't come without struggle. And so that's what this is all about, good people. Like when I look at both of my lists, I see growth. Because good people, I took this assessment as well when I was on a pendulum swing out of a corporate environment. And in some regards, that corporate environment has some toxicity to it. And so my top five then were like honesty, kindness, judgment, perseverance, and humor. And I can almost attest to the fact that your situation and the context behind which you take this assessment can actually influence the way you answer, which is why no matter how many personality assessments you've done in the past, doing one now can definitely give some serious insight as to how you're viewing life through the lens of what you are experiencing. And while that's not always true, like honesty was my number one, regardless of the context, yet some other character traits were influenced based on my setting in the context in which I took it. So again, you know, why do we do this character work? Like why work on your character? So I took the time to ask a good friend this, this question. 
And their response was, you know, character work is important. It's important for our personal evolution. This is what they said. It's important for our personal evolution. Without challenging our own character flaws, we can truly grow in other areas. Plus, we attract the energy that we possess. So all the more, I want to work on making it a positive or making them positive or that character work positive. And so again, I think of these things and I also attest to the fact that without true practice in your character strengths, where you're strong can result in overuse of that strength. We've all seen it. People who lean too strongly on one attribute or one talent that they have. What do you usually say about someone who leans too strongly on one attribute or one talent? They're full of themselves. <laughs> How'd you know that's what I was going to say, Jay-Z? No, I don't have a magic crystal ball, but I know what ruminates through my mind when I see someone overcompensating for that one thing that they're good at, right? Again, forgiveness is kind of lower on my radar, so I have to operate in, in I have to operate in that. So forgive me, right? Um, but without practice in, in character strengths that you aren't as strong in, it resonates with my colleague who shared their sentiments on character work. Um, and I'll dig in a little deeper there. A person can resort to behaving in ways that hinder that character from fully shining through and may resort to unfavorable behavior or negative coping strategies to overcompensate areas where that character is lacking. And so if you need an example for this, let's take a look at honesty, right? Let's say honesty wasn't my strongest, um, my strongest strength. So instead of exercising the strength of honesty, um, a person could resort to little lies to get through uncomfortable situations. So a person would likely pose as something they are really not just to make it through a social and emotional standpoint with friends, family, or people that they're meeting for the first time. And, and our social platforms that are available to us make it really easy for people to do this. Moreover, if you think about Meta, Meta makes this just completely well. Meta, you can just operate in ideation. You don't even have to operate authentically. So that's that's an alternate reality. And, and that's if you so choose, right? You can operate just as yourself and virtually meet other people. Now, that's a different story for a different day. Um, but what, what I'm really identifying here is the true person that is in your skin. So I want to revisit this subject or I took the time to revisit this subject this week, good people, because one, if you are going through a rough patch in life outside of friends and family or your court of support, character is what you have left. Number two, life is handing out some rough patches right now. People are going to celebrate on holiday weekends and not making it home the next day. Uh, you know, again, last week we just was handed down those verdicts by SCOTUS, you know, um, inflation and rising costs. And again, all of these things aren't doomsday, but they're challenges, right? 
Um, not to mention the personal challenges you may be going through, you know, uh, accumulating debt or stretched thin while you're still paying off debt or trying to get that new job or trying to step into this new thing. Or maybe you're having to walk out of that thing, whatever it looks like, right? Life is handing out some rough patches. Life is never going to stop doing that. So even if you're not in a rough patch right now, life has a way of bringing it into your arena, if not through you, through people around you right? People you care about. And then, you know, we look at character work too, because character is what will show when you feel you're in a rough place. And the best part is that when you take this assessment, understand they are all strengths. None of them are weaknesses. It is just characters, strengths that are practiced and some that could afford to use a little extra practice. So again, Why do the character work is because it is what shows up when we feel we have nothing left. And so when we talk of character, good people, it's really to garner that perspective towards the goals in life that you truly desire and the things that you really want to get to. As a matter of fact, the study of character strengths states that people who operate within them more fluidly uh, tend to be happier and more confident. Because studies across cultures show that people who use those strengths experience a higher level of self-esteem and self-efficacy. Operating and practicing that character, as my colleague said, you attract what you possess. So they can strengthen your relationships. Recognition and appreciation of a partner's character strengths is connected with a better relationship and more commitment to one's partner if you have one, or friends, if you have them. Um, Practice in your strengths can help you to accomplish goals. The use of signature strengths have been connected with individuals making greater progress towards their goals. And managing problems and stress. Character strengths are connected with resilience and buffer people from vulnerabilities that can lead to depression and anxiety. And these have been used in studies. So again, good people, take the time, learn something about yourself today. Number one, it could be a good pick-me-up when you're feeling like your back is against the wall with life or other external things that are bothering you. Number two, it can build a resilience and strength factors within you to engage and motivate and uplift you, allowing you to shine authentically in spaces where you deserve to be and beyond. Good people, I hope this was helpful for you this week. Hey, take the test, find out, take the assessment and find out. Maybe you'll learn a few things about yourself and then go share it with the people around you. See if they agree or not. Um, And talk to them about what you thought about it. It could be healthy dialogue and you can encourage them to do the same. Um, But hey, I'm glad that we had this conversation on character, good people, because it won't stop. And honestly, I'm glad that I have people leaning in saying, tell me more, tell me more. Um, so that's all I have for you this week, good people. I hope it was helpful. I hope it's something that you will think about doing. If not, I hope it's something that you do ultimately do and share because it's no fun if you just take it and house all the information in your head and in your heart and not share with others what you're thinking or feeling. Um, and of course, I'd love to know too. So share that thing with me, Jay-Z at the midweekmuscle.com or You can hit me up on any social platforms at The Midweek Muscle. Hey, good people, go learn something about yourself this week. 
And even though life is handing you rough patches, remember you have strengths that are unique to you. Like the, the, the cheat code, you have a cheat code with character strengths that belong just to you and only you that can help you stay resilient and stay strong, even through difficult times. Thank you so much. Good people. You guys are my friends. You guys are my support. I love you with all of my heart. And thank you for being here. Know somebody who can use this today? Share it. If it wasn't for you today, thank you for listening in. Hey, I hope you have a powerful week, an impactful week. And most importantly, let's go.